Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Michelle Berquist, your host today with somewhat of a cold, so we'll go with that. It is the time of year, among other things, but I'm delighted to have an amazing leading lady that we're going to introduce today, who I also want to say is just recently, from late last year, our very esteemed National Award winner for the National Women of Influence Awards for the Lifetime Legacy Award. So it is my pleasure to introduce Sandra Pellissier, who is the CEO of EvoFem Biosciences. So hello, Sandra, Miss Award-winning Sandra. I know that's one of many, but say hello to all of our listeners and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. And you know what? I'm so grateful for the award. It is Lifetime Legacy. It's just a wonderful validation, and I, I'm just very, very appreciative of it, but thank you for having me on the show today. Oh, you got it. We love we love interviewing award-winning women, and I know you've got many. I mean, I hope you don't, well, I guess I can't ask at this point, but I know before the show started, um, Sandra, to our listeners, Sandra and I have a long history, so we were doing a little bit of catch-up, but she's had an incredible and amazing journey of leadership, and just Right off the bat, I would love for you to share just a brief overview of what EvoFem Biosciences is all about. I know you're doing amazing things for women, and I want our listeners to know. So what, what is EvoFem? Thank you. So EvoFem Biosciences is a biotech, a pharmaceutical company that quite literally is the only company that has introduced innovation in contraception, birth control, and the prevention of chlamydia and gonorrhea. So we are the first company to bring to market the only birth control called Sexy that has no hormones, no systemic side effects. You only use it when you have sex. And all the side effects that no one seems to want to talk about, headaches, weight gain, bloating, but even the ones that are covert, like women who feel over-emotional, they don't feel like themselves. All of that is a result of side effects from systemic, systemic hormones. And so since 1960, the market has been dominated by hormones. And so we did right. so much diligence, and there was 23 million women that are beyond hormones. They will tell you, Michelle, that they've tried pills, patches, IUDs. They will tell you that they don't have hormones in their milk. They don't have it in their meat. They don't have hormones in their makeup. So why would they put a hormone in their body every day when they're not having sex every day? So Sexy is the product, Wow! and Sexy is its really a huge innovation, so we're really excited to really be offering it to women because women deserve choices, and they deserve choices that they can feel good about and, you know, really positively impact their quality of life. I love that, and I know we've got the website to, um, you know, the, the uh, EvoFem on our, on our show page, and also there's a little kind of, I guess, a little, uh, little information, too, about what to keep in mind with, with with sexy. So how, 
tell me this. It's like, I know we lost, you and I lost touch a while and you were in South Carolina, I think, or somewhere. And then was this company, what, what was the reason that you jumped on board and became the CEO of EvoFem? Because I remember hearing about it and then I heard what the company did. There must've been something exciting to you. I mean, in your transitions, which we'll talk a little bit more about your leadership journey as we get into it, but what made you, come on board with EvoFem because it was, it was heard here <laughs> in San Diego yeah. when it happened. So I remember hearing yeah. about it. You have an amazing memory, by the way. That's incredible. But yes, I, I, try. I was in, I my, try. no, yes. So I had started an organization called Women Care Global, which was a nonprofit. How I got interested in this product and this organization and wanted to jump on board was because in all my travels all over the world, what I recognized is that, Every woman, no matter where she lives, I believe that one of the, best, the biggest levers to eliminate poverty is sustainable contraception by choice, not chance. And so what I recognize is all of these women everywhere in the world were having terrible side effects. And I heard about this product because Rush University in Chicago developed it. And I heard not only would it help women not get pregnant with no hormones, but it also could help prevent chlamydia and gonorrhea. And so the company was being run by all men with an all-male board, and I, they had not, yep, and at the time, they weren't really leaning into empowering women with this. They weren't sure what they were going to do. And so the bottom line is that's how I first met with them, is that they were interested in getting my ideas because I spent my whole career in women's health, understanding the mindset, right, from puberty to menopause. And then once right. I learned more about the product, I thought to myself, you know what, this is meant to be. This is something that I need to do. My, I, you know what I felt like, Michelle, is my whole career had led up to that moment to really be able to deliver a real innovation to women, and, but to do it in a way wow. that was female forward, you know, in a more soulful, right. more emotionally centered way, and not fear-based. You know, all contraceptive marketing is fear. And what we've done with the help of a celebrity Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek, we've really tried to introduce this as something that gives women power and control. It's fun. It's edgy. But, yeah, that's why I was attracted to it. I wanted to do something different and something a little better, and I wanted to do it in a female way versus all of our competitors <laughs> who are run by men, honestly. And not that that's bad, but I just felt like we could offer something a little bit different for women. I love that. Well, I mean, I love the story. And I know, I know with every, all of us, right, we have a story. And tell me, because this is, like, very, um, very much in line with what Connected Women of Influence is all about, which is about women's advancement. So since you've been at the CEO, came on board, how different is the makeup of leadership now of, you know, men to women? I mean, is it changing? Do you find that something that just naturally happened for you and bringing in new people? Or is it still pretty much you're the sole female you know, in the room, because I know sometimes it's hard to create change. I'm curious. You know, I love that you asked that. So not only have I had the opportunity to create change, but our organization now has 75% women. Our board, major- yeah, and our board has majority women. Our leadership team, majority mm-hmm. women. So I have been able to, and by the way, I want to tell you this, Women, as you know, right, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but in our organization, corporate culture is everything, meaning we say to women, look, we want to meet you where you are. We know that you are going to over-deliver, and if you need to do things for your family, 
you never have to feel like you have to lie. You never have to feel like you have to take a vacation day to go to your kid's event. You, that's not the way it should be. Because once you treat women with the respect they deserve, they'll work at midnight. They'll work on the weekend. They'll do whatever it exactly. takes to make their lives work, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's why we feel really lucky that we have recruited some really hardcore, amazing women. And, yeah, it's been a great, great culture. And you know what? You're right. The leadership, having women in leadership I do find that they create this connected organization. People feel valued. They feel significant. They feel cared about in a way that really makes them stay, even in bad times, you know, even in this big resignation, the big quit that everybody's talking about. Fortunately, knock on wood, we haven't experienced it, which is great. I got to say, I love your term better than what the news is saying. It's like the great resignation. I'm like, no, no, no. I go, Sandra did it here, the big quit. That's what it is. That's a better term. I like that one. It's just more to the point because women are, you know, and I, I know, you know, sometimes we don't believe everything that's in the news, I have to admit. But, you know, it is interesting when you give women flexibility. It's like give them recognition. It's like, it, it, you know, you just get such amazing things and opportunities for growth in a way that fits their what they strive, right, is the balanced uh, lifestyle and business style. And then we don't always get it. We're still striving for that. That's amazing. I want to hear some of the different things that you, you know, again, in our short time, Sandra, but I know you've got a celebrity star that, you know, you, that works with you. You know, what have been kind of the key milestones with, with the business, with EvoFem? It's like, did you go for funding? It's like, what was that like as a female leader? What, how did you go get a Hollywood you know, TV star to be aligned with you, like, this is amazing. So tell us some of your your big milestones along the way. Yeah, thank you. Yes, we've had to raise a lot of capital. So, you know, bringing a drug to market that's FDA-approved prescription, um, it, it was a lot of money. It was $150 million to do phase one clinical, phase two clinical, phase three clinical. But for us, so raising money – was hard. It was. It was like death by a thousand cuts. It was a little bit like a torture. It's always hard. And, and yeah. you know, it's right. It's so hard. But the one thing that I learned pretty quickly is how to position this to men, meaning saying to them, don't take my word for it. Talk to your wives, talk to your daughters, talk to your significant other and ask them. Ask them about their birth control journey. Mm-hmm. Ask them if they've had side effects. Ask them what they care about. And so that was a a good lever that I learned early along the way that it's very hard for men to imagine taking something every day that they don't even need to save their life if they're having side effects. I mean, literally, they would look at me and say, like, I would never do that. And I'm like, but doesn't it make it crazy that women are expected to do that? So so we did raise a lot of money. Um, but, But the one interesting thing is that so Annie Murphy is the celebrity endorser, and she was on that show Shit's Creek. But here's why it matters. We had actually, we had several different celebrities who were interested because of their own negative experiences with hormones. And I mean, not just one day a month. I'm talking like serious side effects. And they felt like there was something wrong with them. But when I met Annie Murphy, I have to tell you that she is as authentic and smart and kind, just as you would hope. Aww. You know, sometimes you meet celebrities, and unfortunately they are, you know, not quite as great as you had hoped that they would be. And she is <laughs> That's a kind thing definitely you're saying. That's a very kind way to say that. Yes, right? It's, but she, I have to tell you, yeah. she is a 10 on a 10 scale. And you know what was the best part? Is that we had this amazing commercial 
that, by the way, was controversial because she said, you know, welcome to my vagina. And the reason we wanted to do that <laughs> is that we wanted to, we wanted women to know, look, we're here for you and about you, period, right? We're not just going to get on and talk about, here's the reason you should use our product because it is better. So, but her testimonial that you can find on sexy.com really is vulnerable and sensitive and it talks about the fact that she really thought there was something wrong with her and she couldn't figure it out and she went to all these other doctors and by the way tons of women tell me they get put on antidepressants they get put on anti-anxiety products and then when somebody realizes oh my goodness it was their birth control that was the good thing about her that's crazy that I think that, yeah she suggested to women if you don't feel as good as you should check everything you're doing including your birth control. And as weird as this might sound, a lot of women didn't think of it that way. They were like, well, my mother did it and her mother did it. And, you know, everybody just takes birth control. It is what it is. But we turned that upside down because of her. So it was really great. But long story short, she was honestly attracted to the product. She really cared about choices for women. And that's how we got her. I mean, it was really like she said, you know, I'm not going to be paid to read a cue card. You know, I'm not doing that which is not what we wanted either. Uh, so it worked out, you know, right. serendipitously. But, you know, I think it is something. And, you know, in just a couple minutes here, we're going to take a sponsor break just for quickly. But it's such a subject that today, I can't believe I'm still saying this, that it's hard for women to talk about it. How do you help women discuss it? Because it was funny, Sandra, as we were, I was just having, you know, a staff meeting, and, and the subject of, you know, kind of like the time of month came up. And it was like, you know, one of our team members was, you know, going to the doctor and she was like, it was related to, you know, her monthly period. And all of a sudden it was like, it got, you know, kind of shy. And she said, well, my doctor doesn't really believe me on certain things that are going on. And I'm like, why is that? You know, because we do we, do you find still that women can't bring up how they feel and what's going on with their bodies sometimes with doctors? And how would you recommend, because this sounds like all those feet kind of like of symptoms that you brought up at the beating are like, I don't know any woman that hasn't gone through that. So how do you find, oh. you know, sexy? And how does, how does one bring up something like this with your doctor to say that you're just not feeling right? And is that how you get it? I'm curious. No, I love that you asked that question. And I know we want to take a quick break, but I'll tell you this. So you get sexy. You can either get it from sexy.com. We have a concierge program, telemedicine. Women can get it shipped in 24 or 48 hours. They go online with a provider. It's very, very simple and quick. Or they can go to their own doctor, and the doctor can write a prescription for them, and they can get it filled that way. But your question is most important. Here's what I, this is what has happened to women. We say to them, if you're going to a provider that's not about patient-centered care, if they aren't talking to you and listening to you about your body and what you need, it is critical that you think about changing your provider. Now, sometimes it's a different provider in that very practice. And I know that that's a big statement, and I know sometimes it's challenging, but we have found that a lot of women have said that they changed and they started seeing the nurse practitioner or the midwife or a different doctor in that own practice because they've actually said to the front desk, I don't feel like my needs are being met. Now, back in my day and maybe your day, I, I don't know that I would have ever dared to do that. It was much more patriarchal, right? We did what the doctors oh, told Oh, dang, us. you called me Honestly. old. How did you call me old right on radio? I'm like, what? In my day? I'm just teasing you. <laughs> no, I had to jump yeah. in there. I was like, what? 
But you're right. You don't. You don't question. You just go and whatever the doctor says. So I hope things are changing, but I'm wondering a little bit. No, they are. I want to tell you this. And young women, by the way, oh, my goodness, they are so empowered and they are so in control. And they literally say stuff like, look, I, I do yoga. I exercise. I, I care about what I put in my body. And you know what? It doesn't make sense to me because, by the way, a lot of young women say they worry about what it's going to do to their ability to get pregnant when they want to. You know, infertility is emotionally and financially very, very tough. So, so yes, young women are saying this is what I want, and if you won't give it to me, I'll find somebody who will. And I really mean that. It's, it's incredible to me that now when doctors won't listen or they say, this is what I think you should do, women are saying, you know what, I'm not doing that. And telemedicine has allowed the opportunity for women to get what they want. So it's a huge groundswell, by the way, and I think it's really important. You know, medicine has definitely changed for the better, in my opinion. Yay. Oh, that's, no, that's great. Hey, take, ha, hold on one second because we're going to say okay. thank you to one of our awesome sponsors, and then I will be right back. So Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be San Diego's largest private nonprofit university founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. So thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And now, Sandra, I'm back to you again with this fabulous conversation. You know, I, I, I would love for you to share with our listeners that, you know, because you, you are so vocal about this and you're such a, a power source, you know, and you are also, um, I think, so deserved of getting the Lifetime Legacy Award because I know you've been up for many awards, ours included, and this one was super exciting to me that you won this. And a lot of it is because I don't think our listeners know the journey that you've been on health-wise. And would you mind just kind of sharing, because, you know, when you were, um, when we were aligned in San Diego, California, you know, quite a few years ago, I mean, my gosh, you were a go-getter and, you know, an influencer then, and I heard you moved, and at the same time, I also had heard that you had an incredible health journey that you went through. Do you mind just kind of sharing, like, how did, you know, what happened? It's like, how did you go through and stay as healthy as you did and come out and look at, look at who you are today and what an incredible journey of inspiration for other women? And I'm not asking if, you know, we're on the show live, so there you go. Can you... Just kind of share what yes. your journey has been like health-wise because it's a great story. Thank you. So um, two and a half years ago, I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer. I had no family history. I had no genetic predisposition. And as you can imagine, any woman who gets diagnosed, you know, it is it, it, it just is really, really heart-stopping. But for me, I thought – how could this possibly be happening? This doesn't even make any sense. They have to have the wrong chart. I mean, this can't even be possible, right? Because it never even occurred to me, right, without a family history and without having the gene. And so, yeah. you know, and when I was diagnosed, they said, well, um, you have a very, very fast-growing type of tumor, and we're going to need to do surgery. So two weeks after my diagnosis, I had a double mastectomy. I was followed by six months of chemo. Oh, then gosh. I had to have my ovaries and my uterus removed. And, but during that time, as you can imagine, we were raising money. We were getting ready to launch our drug. 
And it was, I thought to myself, oh my goodness, I don't know what I did in another life, but it must have been bad. Like, how, why is this happening to me? Oh, but but yeah. you know what, Michelle, I, I would tell you this and I mean it. Um, one, you know, we all say that it takes a village, right? And I promise you this, sure because of the culture, you know, the culture at EvoFem, what I was very, very serious about is I, I called the whole company together and I said, look, we don't want to give cancer airtime. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. We're going to keep business as usual. If there's a point in which I can't handle it, I promise you I will step aside. But I even said to my board, I need this positive distraction. I love what I do. I can't mm-hmm. just sit home and be a cancer patient. I, I need you. Please don't replace me. Please don't make me take a leave of absence. If I can't do it, I will tell you. I promise you I will. And so, but I'll tell you the craziest part is that the doctor said to me, don't you think it's serendipitous that you happen to run a company that's bringing to market the only contraceptive that women who've had cancer can take? Because there's 800,000 women wow. that get cancer three years. Yeah. Right? And the majority of them should never use a hormone again. And so I thought, yeah. oh, my God, and what about their daughters and their sisters? And what about the 800,000 women yeah. who had cancer last year? You know? So right, right. Has, you know, it's, if you have to find a silver lining, my silver lining definitely was that I now not only understand what these women go through, but what I know most is women don't want to be a cancer patient forever. They want their life back, right? And, and our product, not only does it have no hormones, but it comes in a pre-filled applicator. It's a gel. And so you use it right before sex or within an hour, but it's very lubricating. And so most money women have to take anti-estrogen for five and 10 years. And so there is a lot of pain with intercourse. There is a lot of vaginal dryness. And so Betsy has been a blessing. I've heard from so many cancer patients that have said, oh, my goodness, this is so fantastic. Because, one, they don't want to get pregnant. That's the last thing you want when you're in treatment because oftentimes, you know, it will grow your estrogen cancers. So, so I would tell you this, that I wasn't a martyr. I didn't work so I would get credit. I worked so that I could stay focused on other things. And it was an opportunity to really, ready for this, it was an opportunity for me to delegate, which I did, I did, but I did it a lot more when I was in treatment. And it gave people a chance to really step up. And in a strange way, it was really, it was good for me to understand the mindset of these patients that we want to attract, but it was also good for me to look at my team and to give them a chance to really step into even bigger leadership, you know, that I might not have done had I not had this diagnosis, frankly. Sandra, it's Michelle, and I love technology. We just got, I just got dropped as the host. Are you there? Oh, I am here. Oh, sorry about that. I am Oh, my here. gosh. I know you were mid-sentence, and thank you for just hanging in there. And to our listeners, I'm so sorry. Technology works when it works. But back to what you were saying, which was extremely heartfelt, and it really says a lot about you and who you are. And that, I think for our listeners, what would be really helpful to know is what what is it that drives you? I mean, how do you, what, how, during that time, like I'm really curious, you said to the board, don't, don't take me off this. I want to be engaged with this. I know the doctor said, isn't it interesting that, you know, for what you are a part of, you know, with, with Betsy and with, with I, I'm saying the name of the business wrong too. It's EvoFem. I was saying EvoFem. But what is it that drives you as a leader? And I mean, most people crawl into a ball in the corner you know, and say, oh, my God, poor, poor is me, but you came out fighting. Where, where does that come from to kind of 
share with our listeners of how did you how do you have that fight? I would say two, maybe three different things. The first one was that I have been a single mother since my son was a year and a half old. And for the single mothers that listen, you know that you, you know, you have to have a thick backbone. You've got to be there constantly and consistently because you're the person, right, for your kids. And you want them to see that you are strong, even when you're weak. But I would tell you that I, I this might sound corny, but it is true. No matter every aspect of my life, I feel like sometimes what you choose chooses you. I have encountered women who they are the orbit in which their friends, their family, their influencers all operate around, right? We, we do all of it, right? We do the vacations. We do the play dates. We buy the groceries. We cook the meal. We run the companies. We help our spouses. We help our sisters. We help. <laughs> women are so extraordinary that I really felt like, you know what? Women deserve, they deserve to feel as good as they could. And some people say, Sandra, you're just giving birth control. You're not like, you know, saving the world. And I said, you know what? I don't think about it like that at all. What I think about is exactly. I want women to know, right? I want women to know that I'm the kind of woman, not CEO, the kind of woman that cares about choice for women in a way that is so passionate that I actually felt like, you know what? I, this is the job I was born to do. And no one else can do it. And you know what? They say everybody's replaceable. But, Michelle, I actually believed I am not. I am the only one who should have this mm. job and run this company, and I'm not giving it up. And I really, <laughs> on the inside, was like, you know what? I am going to really get in touch with my warrior side, take no prisoners. And I said, you know what? Cancer, like, cancer is going to rue the day it knocked on my door. But the other thing, instead of going into chemo and thinking, this is killing me. I said, this is killing my cancer. This is positive. I'm not sad. I'm happy. I'm being proactive. I am actively killing this so I can move forward. And I know it's hard to do, but every action I took was, you know what? This is a stepping stone, and this is an obstacle that I need to prove to myself that I can overcome so I can be unstoppable. But that's how I really saw it. I really did. And I really treated cancer like you know, this is yet another obstacle, but I'm going to overcome it. So it was about the power of thought. I mean, I know you can't just think about it because I obviously was an active treatment. But, yeah, I yeah. I really felt like, you know, I told all of these women I'm going to be a warrior for them. Well, I wasn't going to be a hypocrite then because I got cancer. And so that was really it, the driving force. That's amazing. You know, no, I mean, gosh, even your energy and your voice, Sandra. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sitting here going, yes, yes, yes. As you're saying all that stuff, because, I mean, your energy, your enthusiasm, just your passion and your purpose. And I know we've only got a few minutes left, which is always crazy to me how fast these shows go. But, you know, just again for our listeners, first, I hope they're all inspired. I think it is definitely clear um, why you were awarded the Lifetime Legacy Award. You are making your mark in such an amazing way for women and for women in, and health, right, which is something that, is crazy good together. So champion to you for that. I'm just curious for you, what's the future look like? Like for you, what, how are you going to keep making your mark? Like what's the plan for you? Because, you know, I don't know about you, but COVID did a number on so many of us and still is, you know, um, heart-wrenching. You know, some people really came through COVID and they're as busy as they can be in business and industry. Others, it's like they've lost entire portfolios of business. You know, others are just kind of like getting through it. And I'm curious with you, 
you know, how do you, how did you get through COVID and what does, you know, how do you see the future right now and where you want to go, you know, with Sexy and with Evofem? Well, so the first thing is that, so unmet need and innovation are really what is in, what drives the company. And so we now are just finishing a phase three study. So not only will women not get pregnant with no hormones, we will be able to prevent them from getting chlamydia and gonorrhea. And one of the big reasons that women are infertile is untreated chlamydia because it's asymptomatic. And it is the number one Mm. diagnosed and prescribed infectious disease in the U.S., 1.8 million cases, and there's 600,000 of gonorrhea. So for us, our future is really about listening to women, looking at categories, and instead of taking investors' money and saying, oh, I'm just going to bring another birth control pill to market, another patch to market, another ring to market, saying, no, that's bullshit. I'm going to bring something that really matters to women that will make their life better, but we're also going to lean into education because now, because of all of these issues that happen, and a lot of kids aren't even in school sometimes, trying to figure out how to educate women and girls about their bodies and how they work. Because the final thing is that vaginal pH is really how our product works, maintaining a normal vaginal pH. So our future is about delivering on innovation in in real products for women, but also having women identify our company as a company that wants them to also understand their bodies so they feel more powerful and they feel empowered. And so that's really what the future is. And, you know, I just want to say this, but look, thank you, by the way. One, thank you for recognizing me with the award. Thank you for having a platform like this for, for all women and really talking about not just our business, but what motivates me because those are the stories that yeah. I'm interested in too because you want to hear about stuff like that. So that's why I, I love this because, you know, you care how people think, and that really is how they deliver, you know, their, their results. Right. So, well, thank you. I'll just say thank you, and you say thank you back. I love that. Um, you know, seriously, I, I, I think there's a lot of inspiration that's coming through on the, on the waves right here on our podcast and our radio show. And if, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, right, or reach out, what's the recommended way to do that for you? Because I imagine you've inspired, you know, quite a few, you know, based on this show. And, again, we're almost on the downhill side, but how do you want people to reach out? We do have a link to the, the, inter, you know, the website on our show page. But is there another way that you want people to reach out? Yes. So sexy.com is really the best platform because that's where we have the testimonials. That's how they can reach me. That's how we have the Anna Murphy commercial. That's how they really learn. Yes, the company website is also great, by the way. But sexy.com, I think, really leans into our our need or our, our focus on innovation, right, and being edgy. So that would be the best way. And thank you for asking that. But, yeah, sexy.com, you can get all of the above, the product and me and all the information. Awesome. And we actually have that, too, on our show page. So, And just as for our listeners, so you know, sexy is spelled P is in Paul, H is in Harry, we'll use Harry, E-X-X-I.com. So make sure it's sexy.com. And thank you, Sandra. You are, I mean, it's been a while since you and I have talked, so I feel like it's been a little bit of old home week, but good grief you're doing amazing things, and thank you for doing what you're doing. And I want to say, you know, thanks for showing up this morning and being our leading lady. And to all of our listeners, I want to say thank you for your, your loyalty. You know that we are here every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific time, and we are building this year our daily show. So we're coming to you now sometimes on Tuesdays, 
Wednesday, Thursdays, and for sure Saturday morning when we interview our young sea risers that some of you have heard about. So thank you for that. Um, I also want to say that if any of you want to hear the show post-radio show live, you can listen on any subscription service from iHeartRadio to Google Podcasts. There's so many of them I can't mention them. But please know that the show is there and subscribe to Women Lead Radio. And to that, I say I hope you're having a fabulous week, a great start to the new year. Sandra, you're amazing, and I will see you on the next Women Lead Radio show. Have a fabulous week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.